this is Daniel. <laughs> and this is Jean. And you are with us on our Panay podcast to magically disappoint our parents. Welcome back in 2021, y'all. We're here for oh. season three um, with two of uh, the best co-hosts in the uh, this side of Americas, I guess. <laughs> what? Sorry, I don't endorse that. My bad. My bad. Um, so yeah, we're 45 episodes later in season three. Um, small announcement: we're trying to we're trying to elevate ourselves and create uh, Bruja Baddie swag. Thank you to those who message us about what's cool. Trying to keep us um, up to date with hoodies and beanies and stickers. Um, we'll see what's in our um, Patreon. Um, imaginary budget i guess but we'll figure it out um so yeah that's uh the update on um season three um the cool things to come the cool the cool things to come wait do we have a patreon no we not don't. yet <laughs> okay well um you know maybe we should start a patreon um okay hey. first first of yeah. all i suggested like three months ago yes yeah, so you have a google about doc a that patreon, is living. and i have a doc that y'all have not contributed to <laughs> so. a living document. Sorry. i would like for you to check yourself <laughs> or you like yourself just kidding uh, i love you <laughs> <laughs> so it's been what what like four months since i'm kidding no. <laughs> like two weeks since since we've seen each other how yes. was um how did the winter treat you um well here we are 2021 um not super different but here we are um i would like to say for christmas i finally am debt free uh I, this is not like a uh that that ramsey guy commercial but yeah like i was um from being sick i was able to save money for the first time in my life and yes. um yeah i'm learning how to balance a checkbook which is not something really our culture teaches and um, i'm trying to clean up my space because i live in excess and mess and so not a bad mess but just like i really can't find my shit like you know like where are my keys and stuff and <laughs> and the fun thing that happened this winter so far you know crediting friends that um we made vision boards together shout out to uh Nicole and Gina from Cozy for making time to be with me. That's it. How about how about uh, y'all, Daniel, Nicole? Um, so for me, winter was super good. I uh, was out of town for two weeks, and thank you for uh, my lovely cat sitters, Jean Munson and Nicole Spinoza. Um, oh our, my gosh! Our, um, what is it like? Our second Bruja baddies like hustle. hustle. <laughs> <laughs> um no but like I truly truly appreciate it because I was um freaking out like the whole time before I left and then like while I left I was just just thank you so much and I'm and like and okay this is gonna sound kind of weird but I feel like Sora's a lot more like more polite and like a lot more vocal after the house sitting oh my gosh like, sorry it's a bruja i mean look at her daddy of course she's a bruja <laughs> <laughs> well so anyways i've been gone for two weeks um one week was um i was in arkansas and i was meeting i was spending time with um you know like my partner's family so i got to meet like his parents and that was like a big deal to me because like this is the first time that's ever happened to me but also just like it was truly scary because um, I 
don't know this like realm of like being in a relationship because Mm. this is like I haven't ever experienced this scary but also just very like heartwarming to have like his family um just like embrace me as like as me Mm. um and then the following week I um spent de-decorating mansions um with uh my with my partner's um like job it was Mm -hmm. just like these houses are so crazy fucking big that they will have like multiple christmas trees with multiple glass ornaments i don't get that life what and and, like that got me in my head a little bit and i was just like what's it like being rich because i don't know i don't fucking know what that means right but yeah that's and then I, i and then i got back here and my apartment smelled great. My cat was alive. My plants were alive. Hey. So thank you, Jean and Nicole. Hey. I was an amateur at this. Um, I was uh, on the job training with Nicole, so <laughs> I wouldn't have done it without them. Oh, I, I left like uh, post-it notes like everywhere because <laughs> I wanted to make sure that like, you know, that all her bases were covered. Yes. And I, I definitely texted her and was like, um, don't let them don't don't let these post-it notes like overwhelm you yeah yeah and i heard nicole's voice in every post-it i was like okay i got this oh wait nicole i have a question or jean Mm -hmm. um did y'all like spray something in the apartment because when we got when we came in like it smelled really like nice and homey and and fresh that ain't me oh you know what it was i just wiped down your countertops Thank That's you. That's the secret. That's the secret is cleaning up after yourself, Daniel. Oh, okay. That ma- okay. Maybe I should do that more. I mean, Nicole was super considerate to be like, hey, uh, I, I forgot to wipe stuff, you know? And uh, that's when I was like, oh, yeah, we should wipe stuff. I, I'll bring something over. I, yeah, I felt really bad <laughs> the first time that we, like, switched or, like, that yeah. we handed keys over. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. And, oh, and then... After we record, I'm gonna ask you about your <laughs> your subscription to all those cleaning products. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Let's let's talk after. Because <laughs> we're not gonna talk about it unless there's like an endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Nicole, how was your winter? Oh, it was. I wrote it down here like a tin of assorted Danish cookies. <laughs> is it cookies or is it a sewing kit? Who knows? <laughs> it was like a real, uh, it was like a, 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 a roller coaster, but not like a tumultuous one. <laughs> like, um, I bleached my hair mm-hmm. and I definitely damaged my hair and I burned my scalp doing it. <laughs> um, so that's why I shaved my head again. Um, I got really good gifts this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I got a switch light, y'all. You a gamer yeah. now. I'm a gay. um and my in-laws got me a jigsaw what i know i know i wasn't even like i wasn't like they hella spoiled us which was like so sweet because i like this so this was our first christmas together in our house with Mm -hmm. our furry son and not with like any family because of you know rena punsit palabuk um yes but so it was a really chill Christmas. Um, uh, you know, I did some cat sitting for this person who said they were going to get me Kentucky bourbon, but didn't. <laughs> okay. 
I wonder who that is. <laughs> um, and then I officially graduated. So I officially hey. have my, my, my flatulers. Um, <laughs> and then I'm also working on a grad application that's due next week. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also hilariously, I got my 10 year anniversary pin from my job a decade which is so like it's, it's just funny how like uh the topic and then getting all that stuff is like gonna come together because mm-hmm. what's our topic well um it is redefining rest um starting here in 2021 daniel tell us why we're doing this of course so Raised on the notion of meritocracy and that hard work leads to success, <laughs> we reflect <laughs> on work from home conditions from 2020, and we're still doing that kind of right now. Does mm-hmm. it challenge the uh, model minority? If so, how? By making us negotiate whether or not we deserve to practice pausing. Guilt, being called lazy, um, or laquachero. Wait, is that, cor- <laughs> is that right, Nicole? I thought La Quacha meant like you just like to go out. Oh, okay. That's like a, like you're a gallivanter. All right. Mm. So never mind. Maybe not La Quachero because that's the wrong translation or wrong word that I'm using. Anyways, being lazy and having to prove self-worth through productivity may have come up for our Bruja Baddies hosts. Let's find out in today's episode. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> may have. May have. May have. Um... So let's start this off with um, what is y'all's definition of rest and how did you learn to rest? Uh, I'll start, you know, I, this, and then this is something I learned in 2020. Like my definition of rest is to have like a quiet mind because I realize like I am very programmed to have to do list. And so um, had I learned how to rest, like, you know, I'll, I'll name two. So first one is like act, Everyone on here, our audience knows I'm a fucking Virgo, right? So I like, I still plan shit, even like rest shit. Cause I'll get so sidetracked in work and the high of work that I'm like, oh yeah, did I eat yet? Um, so I, I actually have to schedule sleeping in on the weekend. Like I have to write like a, in big cap letters in my planner rest. And um, cause like who I was in 2018 and 2019, like I treated all my weekends like work days. Like mm. um, I just... Yeah, there was no, I didn't have a weekend now that I think about it. And so um, the second thing that in 2020 was like giving myself like a device curfew. And this was kind of kickstarted a little bit with, um, what do you call this? Daniel kind of being off, you know, because it's either you're all, you're all in or you're out when it comes to social media. Right. So I was like, how do I still negotiate that with still being the social media coordinator of my job? So I'm like, how do I, how do I, you know how do I not throw it all away, but still kind of like have control and consent of what I am digesting for my mental health. So then, you know, by nine and 10 o'clock, I'm like just reading and stuff. And so, um, yeah. Cause like when I stay up really late and you know what, I've been trying to watch Dawson's Creek. Um, and it's such a train wreck, uh, until 2am. Why? Till 2 a.m. and I'm grouchy or I'm nervous and stuff. And I don't know if it's from this a storyline that's not finished or just like just me running away from the day's problems. So that's how I, that's my definition of rest and like how I learned to rest. How about you two? Um, for me, 
rest is uh, finding serenity in like the midst of chaos. Um, Cause I'm prone to chaos mm. as all cancers are. Um, <laughs> like my, like my mind is everywhere. Like my mind goes like so fast sometimes that like sometimes I just have to just sit down and like hold on to um, like the edges of like the seat. Mm. Um, I think about the worst. I jump to conclusions. Um, so like my, sometimes my brain is just like, a trash pile mm. um and I've tried making space for rest when I first started my, my job as a uh, as a teacher so kind of like uh like gene situation like 2018 2017 18 19 like I would use my weekends as like as oh let's let me catch up for uh catch up on all the work mm-hmm. that I need to do mm-hmm. for the following week um but um once I started like feeling burnt out um, that's when I told myself like I have to like rest um and i think the pandemic taught me even more how to rest too Mm. um because it forced me to be okay with not doing anything um because like i mean we truly couldn't do anything we couldn't go out to the cafes we couldn't um we couldn't go to the gym we can't go to the movies we can't Mm -hmm. do all of the stuff that like we used to be able to do um but i ended up finding things that I love to do that like gives me that like serenity. Um, Like I journaled a lot. Um, I went running. I would just like plug in my, like my headphones and just run. And I don't give a shit about anyone. Um, Read a lot of books. I also learned to drop books when I'm not entertained by those books. Whoa. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I feel like, I'm cheating on a book when I do Right. It. Okay, that I thought I was like, are you gonna say the cheating part? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um I also have done a lot of like cooking and eating. Mm-hmm. I don't think like I don't think I've I've told you, but like I've made bulalo. I've, I've been made, waiting for that bulalo. Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> it's gonna happen. I like I've made like homemade kimchi. I made like uh like an orange orange and apricot jam. Like I was just like ex experimenting with being like with just like being still and that was like super nice wow Nicole what about you um so something that you said was really interesting (laughs) when you said that your mind was like a trash bin Mm -hmm. yeah what do you mean by that um well I mean like I I just have so much stuff going on in like in my head that like I can't stop it. Mm-hmm. And um, what I meant by like trash bin is that like sometimes I get into like such negative thoughts and mm-hmm. I kind of just feed into those negative thoughts mm-hmm. that it becomes even bigger. Right. And I'm like, the only thing that could stop this is for me to stop thinking about it. Right. Um, but yeah, that's what I meant by trash bin. You make me think about like how we program teachers to just care for everybody. Yeah. And less care for themselves. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> well, I don't know what rest is. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, rest? I hardly even know, huh? Um, <laughs> but I think so. Rest for me is like when my body takes over and says, bitch, go to sleep. Um, And 
is like, so like my sleeping patterns are very, they, they vary a lot because of like, I work early in the morning. I don't work every day. Um, and so I don't really have like a set sleeping schedule. Um, but I, I've tried to, um, like if, like when I want to get up, I'll get on like days that I'm off, mm. like just to sleep in some, um, because my body needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to, yeah, just to like listen to my body. Um, but, uh, yeah, Rest and I are very, um, we have a complicated relationship. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and so like a part of that listening to my body is, um, within the last like couple of weeks, I've noticed that, um, I write, um, the best in like the afternoons and the evenings. Wow. Um, and so, uh, like, uh, you know how like we go to school and we're, or if we go to school, whatever, or just like, we are programmed to believe that nine to fives are like normal. Um, and if you are unable to like focus or, be quote unquote productive during those those bankers hours and there's like <laughs> something really inherently wrong with you and yeah. that like you're you're a terrible person and you deserve all the bad things because um you can't do all these things like everyone else allegedly can do um so you know like I was always so accustomed to like I'm gonna get up I'm gonna write I'm gonna get mm-hmm. so much done but like it I don't know why like i kept trying to force that on myself when it just doesn't work out for me. Um, And then I would feel really bad afterwards. So it's like setting yourself up for failure. Mm. Um, So that's me in rest right now. (laughs) Yeah. You really, you really brought up a good point now that I'm thinking about is, and we'll, we'll, which will lead to our next question, you know, about this whole, like this innate ableism, right? That the whole nine to five and being working around that. So um, leading into that, what do you, what did you, what do you both, um, and Nicole can go first and Daniel, um, what do you both um, worry most about um, that causes this perpetual anxiety? I, okay, so I want to I backtrack a little. Like, okay, um, sure. So like, you know, we're talking about, because I think that rest for the three of us, or I guess folks of color, mm-hmm. especially, um, mm-hmm. like we're kind of expected to do more Mm -hmm. because um especially as like filipinos because uh you know there's this fake like (laughs) oh they're they're always so filipinos are so caring and um they are just so welcoming like that filipinos can't ever get tired or like experience like fatigue or whatever um and if you are fatigued it's because you're like a weak ass bitch or whatever Mm um so so we're like already like subjected to those like weird, yeah, or those really right. fucked up like standards. Um, and then in, in the time of like quarantine, if you have to work from home, like jobs, like I don't, you know, I work, like I said, I work in retail. And so like, I have to be at the store, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can't refresh a window or like <laughs> address right. a mannequin from my house. <laughs> like I have to show up. But like for folks that have like office jobs or like jobs where they can work remotely, like uh, it's fucked up that like you're expected to produce even more mm-hmm. in this time because you're home. Because like what Daniel was saying, like, you know, the theaters are closed, the gyms are closed, like you can't like leave your house. And so yeah. folks think that you're not doing anything, mm-hmm. but that's like so 
wrong. Like, what do you mean by not doing anything? It's like, oh, I'm not doing anything to contribute to um, capitalism. That's what you mean. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah, my notes are like real hilarious here because they're like, it's capitalism. Fall. It is. It is uh, capitalism, which feeds into <laughs> that whole ableism and all that. It is. Um, so I think like even before like pandemic, mm-hmm. um, that the real uh, root of my anxiety with, you know, not getting things done is like, it's, it's anxiety plus, um, imposter syndrome. Right. So like, I, you know, on especially anxious days, like I'm really worried about letting other people down, like Mm -hmm. letting down my partner. Like I'm really worried about being a terrible partner. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about being a terrible friend. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm worried about not showing up as a podcast co-host, or I'm really worried about disappointing, like my mentors about, Mm. you know, like, I'm just so worried about all that stuff, but it's like, it's bullshit. Cause I think that folks who really care about me, um, would not care. Like, or like, I feel, I would hope that like the folks who are closest to me, like, and they, and I guess I'm kind of like all over the place now, but like, I'm really lucky to have a partner who is, um, like, uh, where we, like, we communicate, Mm -hmm. um, like, we definitely, like, take time to communicate and not, like, be petty at each other, or, like, we really try not to use violent language, or, um, and so, like, on the times that I do, like, um, have, like, a nasty tone, or if I, um, said something mean, like, that she would come to me and say, hey, that was really rude. I didn't like that. Um, and I, that's like someone who loves you, right? Yeah. Like right. When people like tell you, hey, um, that was really fucked up. That hurt my feelings. Um, please don't do that again. Or like, right, right. <laughs> you know, so like all these yeah. like anxieties that I have about people who are closest to me, like it's all fake. Cause like, um, you know, before I took my, my break, uh, I was really worried that I was letting like all of these mentors and femtors down. Yeah. That's a and, real feeling. Yeah, you're yeah. right though. And like it's it's such like bullshit because like um because like they care about me. Like they care mm-hmm. that I am taking time out to like take care of me before like uh going into this academic machine or whatever. Um, right. And like, I got my letters of rec, like, yeah. <laughs> not, like, yeah. no one is upset with me, or even if I didn't decide to go back to school, like, no one would be upset with me. Right. So they're all, like, really unrealistic, not unrealistic, but they're, like, um, I guess there's, like, a more, there's definitely something deeper mm-hmm. um, that I can work with my therapist about. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. like, what is it that that is making me so anxious about like letting people down around me. Right. Like, um, oh, that's gotta be some EMDR. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, before Daniel adds, like, this is a, I mean, I'm really glad that you've laid out really um, extensively like this vulnerability. Right. And, and it's, you raise a lot of universal points is um, how you're feeling with mentors and stuff is 
really a byproduct of grind culture in academia. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Daniel sees it in his work and what he's um, has to do. And we are all students at some point. So yeah. uh, Yeah. Go ahead, Daniel. Um, So to jump, from uh to jump off of like what nicole said about disappointing other people mm-hmm. i think like the flip side to that too is that like um that feeling that you have of being a disappointment mm. that like mm-hmm. that like weighs me down a lot too um mm-hmm. and like i'm I'm definitely like a perfectionist Mm -hmm. and I'm like still trying to like break away from that. Um, And like, whenever I like make those mistakes, like, especially, you know, um, when we're, when we're like grinding, when we're like Mm -hmm. doing a lot of like a lot of hard work for like long hours and like, you don't ever like take a break. Like when you make those mistakes, like you end up just like, or I end up just like shitting on myself Yeah, because I'm just like, I should have, I should have done this. I should have done that, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And it like makes me feel more bad about myself. Mm -hmm. Like it's like my perfectionist tendencies feed into like the negative thoughts that I have about myself. Yeah. Um, it's, it's bad. And like, um, I started typing a little bit like more stuff like on our Mm -hmm. notes because I'm just like one of the main reasons why I like stopped um, going on social media because is because I find myself like comparing mm. like my like the stuff that I've like that I've done this the stuff that I've posted the stuff that like um you know like what was on my social media with like other people because you know all, social media I mean yeah it's a great like platform to share what you've done mm-hmm. but like that ends up just being like a competition as to like who had more likes or who had a better post like mm. who has in a sense like a yeah. better life and that's why I kind of just like like paused on like social media um, wow. indefinitely. Um, and another thing about uh, another like aspect of you know being a letdown, being a disappointment is um, like within like your family. Mm. Like I've just been taught to just like always work hard. Yes. And then um, and because like the 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 things that you do as you know like your parents child becomes like the trophy that your parents have yeah that's true which it's so fucked up it's it so is. fucked up and then like it, what it doesn't like what doesn't help too is that like your parents would show off like that trophy to like other people and be like oh right. look at look at my son look at my like look at my child doing mm-hmm. this and it like becomes in a sense kind of like a cheese miss kind of a a yeah. thing where and like it also kind of like shows like the mayabang yeah uh like aspect of like wow. the the filipino community where we always have to like oh not always but like at least in my perspective filipinos usually try to like one up each other mm-hmm. and bro like, bro it's it like <laughs> it's keeping up with the santoses <laughs> yeah it really is <laughs> Yeah, and it, you're right, because it shows how layered rest is, because at the very core, model minorities on the myth and that hardworkingness is on the end of the other spectrum. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not that, you're not the trophy child, or um, you're, you weren't doing what the entire struggle of immigrating was for, you know what I mean? Like, everything right. rests on your back. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, 
for this particular portion of the conversation, like I, I definitely echo with both of you and this is not a isolated issue. This is a universal issue. I was talking to a Filipina peer and she lost her scholarship because she couldn't do community service hours during the pandemic. And I was like, that almost seems um, really counterproductive in the way that we treat students and what's expected in terms of rigor and rigor culture. So yeah, thank you both for that. So we're like in a pandemic. Yes. Like, <laughs> you were doing a public service by staying home. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh Jean, you haven't <laughs> you haven't shared your um oh. your answer yet. Sorry. Um <laughs> I mean so I mean I definitely relate and whatnot, but um yeah, laziness is a vice in my family. And then on top of being a Virgo, it's uh it's a struggle. I'm like, and I always feel like I'm not pulling enough weight. I'm always, in every job that I've ever had, I've always been the person to do the dirty job, like the, the job that nobody wants to do. Um, and I do it with like enthusiasm um, because I was trained to do that, especially in my family and stuff like work the holidays or like, or like work over, you know what I mean? And it was like, okay. I mean, that's what made me a hardworking Filipino. And even though my CV will look awesome, I was never happy because all I was doing was like piling on more um, faux happiness in being overworked and stuff because it, I thought it brought value. So there is a part of my own personal history that very much prescribed to the model minority myth, you know? Um, so yeah, it's been these past two years have been a lot of unlearning, self-compassion, um, and still very much in anxious days. So, yeah, that's me. So in, in like all of the things that we shared, um, I want to ask, um, why is redefining rest a practice? Because I mean, like we haven't, like we've said that like we haven't really truly rested. So why mm -hmm. is redefining rest a practice? Um, I'll go, you know, I have better days than others. Like after I did our, the vision board with like Nicole and Gina, I was like, oh yeah, great days ahead. And you know, like I have been keeping track of my mood. And so I'll, it's almost manic, right? Like I'll be super happy and high. And then the next day I'm burnout. Like, what is the correlation here? Like, am I, a, am I a thunderstorm when I do things and stuff? So um, yeah, I definitely think that I don't know all that there is to why it is so hard to rest. But as I chip away at the truth that is at my core, like um, I will finally not be so much of a machine slash robot, you know, because I really, it, when people meet me, it's just like, that bitch is doing too much, you know, she's super extra. We love Jean. And it's almost like, actually, Jean's dying inside and having high blood pressure, but uh, <laughs> she got to work through it. I mean, not work through it, but like rework my entire life to regain my health. Yeah. So what about you two? I love Jean Robot. Jean Bebot. <laughs> um, no, I like, um, <laughs> and as someone who's like, we've been on each other for just like a few years, but Jean yeah. is like, you're so fucking extra. But, like, <laughs> I am. It's, but like, um, is she, like, I am too. Yeah, <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm an extra Noza. Like, you know, I, was looking, I was updating my CV and it's really fucking long, which is like a really cool, like, I love that flex because mm -hmm. I really struggled academically from like K through 12. Like I, I should not like 
younger, a younger version of myself would not believe that I'm in the position I am now. Mm-hmm. Like to have this like kick ass CV that is like rivals most junior faculty and you know, like I know I'm badass. Yeah, for sure. Um, and <laughs> like, um, we, but it's like, it's weird that we have to value that or like that, yeah. that we are finding value in that. Um, <laughs> so this like, um, it's a practice, uh, because we've been socialized <laughs> to like really embrace, uh, this, this, uh, hustle culture, like, because our parents did it, mm-hmm. but it's like, they did it because they had to get the fuck out of the Philippines. That's very um, like survivalist Mm -hmm. strategies and like that worked for them. But like, we don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I know like there was like a pseudo coup (laughs) yesterday, but like, uh, you know, our parents don't have to do that. Right. Um, And, and it's, uh, so sad that they don't recognize that mm-hmm. um, because I don't want them to like like they're still in this like mindset of like I gotta do all these things so I can enjoy them later but you're never gonna enjoy them because you're right. still like hustling right. and then that's even like not to like you, you're not even like they're not even thinking about like um like why they had to leave. Mm-hmm. Like there's like there's so much more of like, uh, oh, you know, we left the Philippines because we needed a better job. But like, why yeah. did you need a better job? Right. Like, that is the echo narrative that they say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, we, like our parents did it. Their parents did it. So like, that's like generation, generational like uh, way of seeing the world is through this like survivalist state. And so we definitely have to work really hard at um, not doing that. Right. (laughs) So like, I think just like the fact that we're in therapy, the fact that we're like just talking about this is part of that practice. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so I was talking about like, like, so I got my 10 year pin. Um, And it's really funny because like a lot of people were uh, commenting like, (laughs) congratulations, I hope you get a raise. I was like, I've never had like, paid time leave like Mm -hmm. like this is retail like I no they don't um I mean I'm I have pretty cool bosses Mm. and like you know a V is always on island time so (laughs) I um (laughs) am never on time so uh and we live in a capitalist society so like Mm -hmm. learning how to navigate that and balance like not losing ourselves to this bigger structure that doesn't care about us at the end of the day um, is like a day-to-day um, practice. So yeah. like, okay, so we have this thing. I, so I do back of house like shipments and sometimes I do like visual things. And so um, it's a big store chain. So, uh, you know, there's uh, like, you have an, ex- an expected amount of time that you have to like do things. And that's called, uh, it's called like UPH. It's like units per hand. Yes. yes. Um, and, and I get, that's like very, that's any, anything with sales, that's like a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's this like, you have to hit this goal or else, you know, uh, this boss is going to 
like think that we're not doing much or whatever. And I'm like, and I will legit say like, you guys like, or UPH is fake. Like yeah. this is all fake. Like, right. um, these are like, uh, like math equations that are like made by people who have not worked at like the store level, yes. like ever maybe. And so it doesn't account for like when, like you have to go put things away. Was the store a mess when you showed up? Mm. Like, what is that because you didn't have enough people working on the floor? Is it because like you had like really messy customers? Like there's so right. many layers to why like this fake number cannot mm. be achieved. And then like, it's so gross to like, uh, to like have people like almost make you feel bad about that. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, like, I'm not going to feel bad because the things that are outside of my control. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I have to like, I laugh at it, but then I always catch myself like doing the most. Yeah. Like, like I will, like, I'll laugh and say like, you page is fucking fake, mm-hmm. but then I'll be like sweating. And yeah. at the end of my shift, because I'm like suddenly an octopus and I have like all these other appendages and can like do so many things at, at one time, you know? Wow. And it's like, um, like, I like that I don't have to be micromanaged at this job mm-hmm. and that like my bosses can trust that I know what the fuck I'm doing and don't mm-hmm. have to give me too much direction. But at the same time, it's like, um, I'm not, I don't get paid to like, well, I don't get, I don't get a living wage, you know? Yeah. And, um, I've been doing this for 10 years right. and like, and just the toll that, it has put on my body is like, I know it's all fucked up, but I'm still trying to be like, I'm, you can still trust me though. Don't fire me. Right. Right. But yeah, that it makes sense because in, even in that small scope sample of your workplace, that is really how systemic things perpetuate, right? Like mm-hmm. even if you are a radical thinker, like still those things are mandated on you still part of company culture, culture in general. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's still something you have to submit to, even with a free mind. Um, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I was I was trying to kind of understand what uh, Nicole was going through. Um, but, like, on my end of, mm-hmm. like, as, like, as a teacher, um, and I was kind of, like, similar to, like, Nicole, too. Like, I, like, I'm not micromanaged at work. Mm-hmm. Um, my supervisors know that like I will deliver but then similar to what Nicole said I'm also extra at work Mm. um and it kind of sometimes it makes me feel like I'm indebted to um I'm indebted to like my supervisor and like the the administration um when I'm like the only thing that I'm, the only reason why I'm indebted to them is because they pay me. Right. Whereas, like, I do, like, I'm the one who, like, who actually delivers the lessons to, like, the, um, to the students. Um, and, like, one of the things that, like, at my job, like, what they do all the time is, um, they do shout outs. Mm-hmm. Um, like at the end of like at and at the end of professional development or like the end of the day, we always give like shout outs to like like students who did hard work or staff or faculty who did hard work and like we've been taught 
about like hard work and like the rewards of hard work. So it's like very addicting to like hear those shout outs or mm. to even like be recognized for like the hard work that you do. But then um, the more I think about it, it's actually like truly toxic. Yeah. Um, because like, yeah. like, like I don't like, I mean now, like I don't need to hear those shout outs because I know what my worth is. Ooh, yeah. I don't need I don't yeah. need the shout outs because I have results that like my students are learning how to write. Mm-hmm. And also I don't need to like <laughs> like yeah. I don't I and also like I don't need to work my body to the bone because I'm gonna have to do it tomorrow anyways. Yeah. Um and I think like like growing up brown, um, we've been taught to always work hard. So going back to like what Nicole said, um, like we've been taught to like always work hard. Um, and when we don't do well, it like equals to like not working hard. Right. Um, so in a sense, like rest for me is like a, a practice because it's the opposite of what we've been taught to do. Wow. Like I, my mind is blowing up just like our proximity to whiteness and being a minority in this country and still being an outsider if we're not a part of the cog in the machine. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I'm getting that from this conversation with y'all. So, um, which brings me to the next question is why is rest radical? I think it's part of like a resisting the um, hustle and grind culture. Mm. Um, I always go back to like capitalism (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and uh, just, yeah, like we're just expected to um, like this whole culture of you work hard and you get great things in the end, um, which is not entirely true. Like we don't own the means of production. So like, you know, Daniel doesn't own um, <laughs> the intellectual property of like his lesson plan, you know, right. or, right. or like, I don't, um, I don't know, whatever, like, you know, like we, we, um, <laughs> we negotiate our labor in exchange of like money. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's just so fucked up. And so for us to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to participate in trying to like work x amount of hours or like okay so let me let me backtrack because mm-hmm. i'm spiraling <laughs> um you know how like when folks are like really proud of like working hella hours in one yeah. week or like like that's really sad mm-hmm. that like folks are proud of that because um it's like you you're doing that to prove that you deserve to live mm-hmm. um absolutely or and also, like, when folks are, because of pandemic, like, to circle back to pandemic is, like, there are, like, a lot of wealthy celebrities that are, like, saying, oh, if you didn't learn how to hustle um, during this right. pandemic, then, like, you're not a hustler. And that yeah. makes you less of a person. Oh. It's, like, that is so out of touch and so, like, toxic. Right. Um, to think about that, because, like, okay, say you're grinding and you are like bringing in six figures, like, but who else are you like dehumanizing and oppressing in that 
like process of having six figures. Like there's always someone else that you're shitting on in order to attain this much money. And for what? Right. Right. So yeah, it is hella radical to be like, oh no, I'm not going to get up at such and such hour to, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, it makes sense because, uh, yeah, it makes sense because, you know, our people have historically worked harder for less pay, uh, less uh, prestige <laughs> for just, we settle y'all. We do settle. Um, go, <laughs> go ahead, Daniel. Um, when I saw the word radical, I just went into like a very English majory kind of a, a route um, and like almost like ph- philosophical too. Um, so the word radical is like related to the word root mm-hmm. or is, it comes from the Latin word that means root. Um, so in a sense, like resting is like literally what gives us like the energy. Mm. That's what like sucks up all of that good, good. Um, <laughs> such a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then like it what literally like grounds us. So like literally like we have to, in a sense, like rest or like rest is radical because that's that's what like grounds us. That's our foundation, right? Um, and like it's- I tell myself all the time too that like wherever you are right now especially for like the hustlers or like, especially for like the people who like are working overtime and for the mm-hmm. people who are just like, just going for it. Um, like where you are right now is where you are right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like, because uh, historically I've been definitely a cog in the machine. It's an inside outside battle for me. I, I've decided that rest is radical in a way that, um, knowing that fully aware, knowing that my energy, time, and spirit are very sacred things, you know, I just be like handing it out, like <laughs> just, just handing it over to people and give my, like, give my restless nights to, you know, assholes and stuff. So um, I also know that um, historically our people have been very subservient and um, that's why I think it's radical to take my siesta in the middle of a work day mm-hmm. and, uh, and feel good because I do also work well at night like Nicole. So um, that's, that's my end of the, uh, the radicalness of rest. Um, take some Z's. Um, but before we end the episode, we are in everyone's favorite portion, which is our racks, um, our Bruja Baddies racks. Uh, I'll start out on my top three. Number one, you deserve good pillows. Now this was a battle between me and Koi because, you know, Koi, uh, beliefs until things have holes in them like you know we shouldn't toss them out but I was getting that neck and back problems so I think that people deserve good pillows um and they don't have to be state-of-the-art just ones that are fluffy and don't hurt you um number two um I am co is a like affirmation kind of company they make like happy calendars and little affirmation cards they have a 30-day deck um, I got them as a gift for a friend because I really dug them. And if you can't afford that, um, try writing 30-day affirmations for yourself. It might feel hard at first, but it is a good practice to um, see that, hey, maybe you are an amazing cat sitter. Um, I, I got my uh, blue belt in cat sitting um, from my sensei, Nicole, recently. Um, so rude. 
<laughs> and I pat myself on the back for that because uh, I was terrified. I was like, oh no, I, I, like if this cat dies on my watch, like Daniel will not be my friend anymore. So, uh, <laughs> thanks. Oh, right. and um, to kind of add on, Jean, um, when you sent me that picture that Sora anointed you as cat sitter, I was just like, <laughs> Jean's ready. <laughs> yeah, man. I was really scared. But yeah, that I felt. I felt ready and my boobs were there for her because she liked to step on my boobs. Um, and so um, my last thing is, uh, you know, in the mail, I ordered something from Arkadel Art um, and she added a little zine in here called Being My Own Friend. So please um, support her. She's great. I wanted to just share what she wrote at the back of the Be My Own Friend zine because it's full of also other good content. But most of all, asking what I want and what I need. This is what she wrote. Honoring commitments and boundaries I've set for myself, learning to have my own back like I would for my friends. And even though I don't believe I deserve better, my friends believe I do. I'm trying to listen to those who love me when I don't love myself. Thank you, Arkadel Art, for existing. And the tags will be in the show notes. Cute. Cute. Mm -hmm. um, I can go next. Mm -hmm. Um, number one, uh, it's the Read Harder Challenge from Book Riot. Um, I was told this maybe a year ago, and then I wanted to take the challenge, but then I was just like, you know what, it's pandemic, I'm going to read whatever I want. Mm. Um, but then this year, I told myself to um, do like a Read Harder Challenge to get me out of my uh, reading comfort zone, because I read a lot of like the same shit. <laughs> um, and then uh, this Read Harder Challenge has 24 genres and, um, or I, not genres, maybe like 27 categories. And um, they have a very like woke list. Like here's some of the um, book categories that they want you to read from. Um, a food memoir by a uh, person of color. Wow. So like for, for my choice, I'm going to read um, Hunger by Roxane Gay. Mm. Um, one is uh, a book by or about a non-Western leader. Um, so I'm like, okay, so that's kind of cool. So I'm going to read about Cleopatra, um, a book by a Black author that is not about Black pain. Um, and mm -hmm. some of them are like also like children's books about disability, but not about, um, uh, but, but focuses on the character rather than disability. So it's kind of like, it's, it's a very awesome list. But um, putting on my critical lens, it's a, also a little problematic because um, this, like this change in their like wokeness only happened um, post Black Lives Matter. Mm. So like last year's list was completely like different from this year's list. But I'm still ready to like take on that challenge because I do want to um, diversify my, um, my reading. Um, number two, Chips Ahoy and Milk at Night. Delicious. I forgot how good that is. Um, my partner would um, always ask me for Chips Ahoy and Milk at Night. Also, he's a, um, a chewy fanatic, whereas I'm more of like a Chips Ahoy Thins fanatic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, Chips Ahoy is Chips Ahoy. Um, <laughs> Ooh, we got a house divided. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a delicious nightcap. It's really nice. Um, and then lastly, ginger ale bold. Um, so if you get like Canada Dry, there's like a regular 
Canada Dry Ginger Ale, but if you get ginger ale, uh, Canada Dry Ginger Ale Bold, it has like extra ginger flavor on there. So it's like a little spicy and tingly. Um, also, side note, if y'all ever go to Kentucky, there's a ginger ale called Ale, A, a Late One. Um, I think you can only get it in Kentucky, and it's probably like the best ginger ale that I've ever had. What? Oh, yeah, those Maybe you can rest. bring some next time you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have to <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I've had that ginger ale bold, and it is very gingery. <laughs> she's, um, she's strong. I love the ginger flavor. Yeah, so I have to, like, when, when the ginger ale is that, like, gingery, I have to cut it with something. Because oh. I'm a weak ring. <laughs> um, I wonder what that stems from. Just kidding. Um, so <laughs> my recommendations um, are Manta sleep masks. Um, I got a a targeted ad on Instagram from them, and I, and I posted like a story. I was like, "Ooh, this is perfect. I want one of these." And then Heather was like, "Ooh!" And I guess because she got me one for Christmas. Oh. Um, and so they're hella cool. Like I do. It, it, part of rest is I need the room to be like total darkness. Um, and so these um, sleep masks are really awesome because they they really block out light in your eyes mm. and. Not to toot my own horn, but to toot my own horn. I have a really long eyelashes. Um, and so, like, I can blink um, in, in these and it not, like, feel like I have something on my face. And, like, you can, they also have weighted ones. What? Um, but I have not used that. That's, um, my partner uses that. And it's, like, I, I, like, I really like a weighted blanket, but I don't know mm. that I would be okay with that on my face. <laughs> um, yeah, I like have like a like a nightmare about like being smothered to death. Um, it's like it's like equal parts arousal and terrifying. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, the recommendation of the two is the digital passion planner because um, like I I put in my notes that like if Bujo culture. Um, ADHD and anxiety were a Venn diagram, it'd be like a circle. <laughs> True. Um, because I, so I love Bujo's. Um, like I have so many markers and stickers, but do I use them? No, I don't. Um, and because it's like, there's a lot of pressure to have, yes! have your Bujo looking like hella cute and shit. Cause of, I blame Tumblr. Um, All that calligraphy nonsense. Yeah. Yes. And so, so like, there's a lot of, um, and I, I wonder if someone's like doing research on it, <laughs> like, um, like shame and um, performativity and like, are you actually getting anything done? Uh, <laughs> which I, would be really interesting. Um, you heard it here first. Yes, uh, I did. I'm not going to do that. Um, so I love Passion Planner because it like, there's like a pre-made planner, but I still have the freedom to like, customize it and like add like my own shit to it so it's it's still like like my thing but I didn't have to do all the curating and um mm. the extra uh, like details um so and I did get the digital one because um I'm just trying to not have too much paper mm -hmm. um and I was joking with Jean earlier that like 
we, so we got free ones uh, last year <laughs> from the Women of Color um, Arts Festival. Yeah. Uh, which, like, I, and I was, like, really jazzed because, like, I know they're kind of expensive. And yeah. so I was like, ooh, this is great. I'm poor. I work in retail. Uh, so um, I was really excited to use it. And then, you know, whatever, we stayed home. So, and, uh, so I felt like really bad about mm. like not using it and it just collecting dust. Yeah. And then I was joking with Jean saying that like, it's on my iPad now and I, it doesn't look as like, um, harrowing <laughs> yes. to see my iPad closed. So like, if I don't go back to it, if like, there's not as much guilt associated to it, like That's if I don't use thing. it, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to use it. Um, and then my third recommendation is if you're on Clubhouse, they have um, a Pinoy club called uh, the Baha'i Kubo Club. And on Tuesdays, they have something called Pinoy Talk Tuesday. Um, oh. So if you're on Clubhouse, for sure, like look them up. Um, and uh, like, so Clubhouse is really interesting and maybe we'll have to do another episode about it but I was really excited to see like so many other Filipinos on it um it was co-created by Edwin Erwin excuse me Valencia and Elise Bernal um and Clubhouse is like it started off as like an industry professional like networking thing Mm -hmm. but since we're like pandemic it's to me it's like um live podcasting or like um radio shows or uh like a but like discord also like that's that's what i get from i see it. i see um and so the two weeks ago uh i got to listen in on their um talk on bayanihan and like i really wanted to like contribute to it because like you know i have this really uh layered and complicated relationship with like other filipinos and like finding a community um excuse me but like I had to do something with my parents <laughs> so like um I didn't want them to like listen in on like the things that I was saying and then like me to start crying and then them like you know making fun of me or whatever right they're gonna be all up in your business yeah excuse me uh, oh yeah mm. really good Rex um so that wraps up our redefining rest episode any last words before we log off friends go to sleep <laughs> yes honestly we just talked so much about rest and you should be resting instead <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so this is the end of our uh bruja baddies episode to kick start off 2021 this is Jean. this is daniel and this is nicole and this is a panai podcast to magically disappoint your <laughs> <laughs> happy new year, happy new year.